Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Well, I'm doing fan-fucking-fantastic. And if you're listening to that phrase or this uh, voice, then you definitely know it's a new episode of Sunset Overdrive California. A new day and a new guest. And today's guest is none other than the comedian Nicholas Goliath. Yeah, we had him sit down, chat to us, talk to us about a few things, get to know him better, get to know the brand Goliath and Goliath better. It was it was a f- really awesome podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, it just gets better and better and better. So you guys better sit back and relax because for the next hour, you're going to be listening to at least I'm not the only one in the room that finally has a thick voice. Uh, Goliath's voice is quite thick as well. So I'm happy for that. I don't know even know why I'm, I should be happy, but at least uh, nobody will be complimenting my voice only. So that should be something. Well, you shouldn't stop complimenting my voice because it is fucking gorgeous. And I'm becoming way too cocky about this right now. So hopefully you guys don't get confused with mine and Goliath's voice. But without further ado, let's get into the uh, podcast. Let's get into into the episode. You guys are going to enjoy it. So sit back and relax because you're now listening to Sunset Overdrive, California. Grounds. That was the proper training grounds. La Masia. Yeah, because at that time also there was no comedy industry in yeah, South yeah. Africa. Like there was Parker's Comedy Club. There was the under um, the underground or Cool Runnings, um, and there were like one or two other gigs which I didn't know about at the time. Yeah. There was a place called the Blues Room which guys talk about. I haven't been there. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just started watching comedy, and just fell in love with the fact that people are just up on stage saying whatever they wanted to say saying getting paid yeah saying things not not at that time it wasn't even about getting paid it was just about the freedom to get up on stage and say what's on your mind and have people laugh at your own crazy ideas yeah yeah um so eventually what happened is jason my cousin he mm-hmm. was a, a tv ad guy he was on the oh, first yeah, castle yeah. lager ad and what happened with him is on the first castle lager ad at the end of the shoot and a crew came to him and said to him, the director and some of the guys from crew came and said to him, hey dude, we've never had so much fun on, on set, set before. On set, yeah. You must try stand-up comedy. And he was like, hey, this thing is not for me. It's like, I'm pry funny, not stage funny. It's like, oh, around, okay, yeah, okay, you know, okay, around okay, the pry okay, with the yeah. Owens, it's yeah. easy to I tell funny because these yeah, are yeah. people, so it's easier exactly. for them to relate. And they were like, cool, we understand you, just do it once. Just yeah. for us, if you never want to do it again, it's mm. cool. Um, and that was that was like a couple of weeks before Mother's Day, twenty eleven. Oh, um, on Mother's Day, we have lunch at my place. Um, Jay and I eating some black labels, which is the worst thing to do when you're trying to make decisions. Um, <laughs> you see why I don't like black label? Okay, no yeah. offense, but yeah. No, no, no. I yeah, mean, black label. Really no. That was the beer I started on, um, and now I've learned to respect myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we had some peers, then he tells me the story of, you know, the Castle Lager shoot and how the guys oh, yeah, get on yeah. stage. And then I was like, hey, you know what, this is something I've also wanted to try. I'm like, let's do it together. So, if we fail at least. Yeah, then we're in it together. You know, we can, no, we say, guy, at least. Yeah, I'm much yeah, yeah that time we went, like I said, that time it wasn't even about career things. That was just, we just wanted just to go and get on stage. Yeah, just yeah, to see right. if we can go and fuck around and talk some shit on stage, see what <laughs> it's like. Makes sense. And then... 
that first laugh, man. So eventually make the booking. The Monday I phone, make the booking. 11th of July, 2011. It's 11th, 3rd, 9th, Anyway, July 2011. <laughs> on that day. On that day. 3rd of July. 3rd, 3rd of, of July, 2011. Um, was the date that they gave us. Oh, okay. Jay and I got on stage. Um, and from that first laugh, man, it's like, it's drugs, this thing. Oh, like from that first laugh like yeah. all I've been doing is chasing that first laugh oh like, my word um, the money thing sort of it, it's it just it happened yeah. like it's cool I make some money now it's great I do like it still blows my mind when I go to a corporate the amount of money they're paying me versus what I'm doing I'm like I'm doing here for 20 minutes it doesn't make sense yeah that, that is true that you're paying me but also at the same time I understand that there's probably nobody in the room that can get up and do what I do. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, being up on stage, just speaking normally is terrifying enough for most people. Most people don't want to be on stage or be forced to speak in a public space. Yeah, you, you can see people shake in classrooms when... Yeah, the paper is rattling. But yeah. everyone's watching you, so you... Yeah, and then you don't even have to make them laugh. You just have to tell them your story. Like, mm, it's very yeah, Because I remember also what Skull uh, said to us is that, uh, remember, they would also approach him and ask him, hey, man, how do you get into comedy and so on? And then after that, when they tell them it's this easy, just go to, what's it, Parkers as well, or so yeah. on. Yeah. And just go, they have open uh, mic nights and so on, yeah. go and do it. Everybody keeps there. It's like you never hear from them again. No. That's also another yeah. thing you, you see. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's also the fact that you also show that you don't have that fear. It's like, oh no, the fear is there. there. The fear, fear is there, but, but it doesn't feel like. But it's just, there. it's just that I know that the, the feeling of, of landing a joke, overpowers it's the greater, fear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like Will Smith loves saying, he's like, you have to pick, between, what do you prefer more, the fear of the thing the or thing, the joy or of the joy having done you. the thing. So now you, you weigh those options yeah. and see which one is more powerful. And mm. if you really want what you want, you're going to go for it. No, that's exactly it. So like for me, it doesn't matter. I'm at a point now where I'm either going to kill or die. <laughs> um, yeah. But either way, I'm going to learn something and it's going to be fun. So yeah. I'm just like, people always ask me, do you still get nervous before you? I'm like, the day, the day you don't get nervous before you go on stage is the day you must leave comedy. Because mm. yeah. that's when you are overconfident and you are about to go and take it straight in the teeth on stage. Mm. You mess it up. You're going to die on your ass. And don't then, be overconfident. Yeah, no, that is yeah. true though. Because, yeah, actually that is true. I always think about it, you know, also with me when you'd also do speeches at school. Yeah. It's like, you, you never seem like you're nervous. Like, oh. no, I'm Do you know what I went through just yeah, before they called my name? That moment when they're there looking for Louis, so I'm like, oh my God. Not showing it, yeah. But you don't show it. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Oh, listen, ma'am, ma'am. Oh, listen. no. <gasps> Sick room note. Yeah. Ma'am, can you do it tomorrow? <laughs> That's where you shut yourself on purpose. In yeah. class. <laughs> like, I can't. I just shed in my pants. Sorry. <laughs> but it's like the thing you're saying, right? Where I think Beyonce said the same thing. When you think as big as she is, she doesn't yeah. get nerves. Yeah. It's like, no, no, I just act as if. Yeah. The nerves backstage, you'll see the nerves. Yeah. Then only once you're on stage, like, <sighs> yeah. Okay, now that I'm actually doing the thing, you can't think about. No, the nerves have to be gone. And that's yeah. why you said also when you get your first laugh, it's like, oh, okay, it yeah. overpowers it settles, yeah, it works. settles you in, yeah. lets you just be more comfortable, and then that's where the fun starts. Well, all right. Yeah. Everybody must now know that. 
just go into comedy if you feel like it. Mm. Yeah, please come and try. It's like you're challenging now. So yeah, no, I am. I am. Because I've heard so many people say, yeah, you guys, you just tell the same jokes over and over. They're like, dog. We are, this is a work in progress. Like, there's the, an art yeah. He, okay, hence what there's I want to ask. With the comedy clubs, right? Yeah. Um, like what we've heard international uh, and American and so on, they have very strict rules about no cell phone policy and so on. So how would you uh, manage to work with it in your comedy club? No, so with us, I mean, it's 2019, man. Everyone needs their phones with them all the time. You have people that are on-call, emergency doctors, lawyers, whatever. People that need to be in contact. So, like, as much as I'd love to have a show with no phones, because the the phones, I find, distracts people. That's why they come with that all same thing. Yeah, you guys always tell the same joke. Uh, uh, I never filmed any of my stuff. It's like, oh, because of the phone, now there's people. No, but the thing is also, like, you have to so so that joke that I told you about the CIA thing yeah, yeah. that was the first joke I ever wrote I did that joke probably for six or seven years in fact I still do that joke sometimes I've been in comedy now for eight years yeah yeah. Um, and I still do it because it's grown from what was a one liner it used to be just a simple straight in I was a CIA um, you guys think it's charter accounted but it's call yeah. center agent yeah. so it's grown from that into a story um, and in that story, I can now go Thrill. off. So I can set it up in the beginning mm-hmm. and then take an off ramp and tell you a different story um, about somebody I used to work with in the call center yeah. and then tell you a story about how I met my uh, wife and, you know, and do all of these different things and then come back at the end and bring back the call center thing. So you It's all like actually part of one. Like it, it, the yeah. story in itself manages to branch out. Exactly. Oh, so right. you stretch it out and you, you're never going to get to that point if you're only doing the joke once. Yeah. Like okay, you've yeah. got to, it's, it's, it's just something that you have to practice and you learn as, you, as I do comedy and the more I do it, the more I find different ways to get into jokes, into characters, yeah. and into stories and just stretch them out. And so I'm, I, I don't write my material down like like um, <laughs> most people I don't know I don't know if this, these are guys are young I don't know what the crazy reference is there uh, <laughs> 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 he also doesn't write yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah. so like the I write down the concepts the ideas and then sort of just let it because I have a I feel like I've got a, a storytelling ability yeah um, and it just it just comes across better when it's not scripted like it just gives me freedom to to play to not to actually stick to the script yeah, you know? yeah, because yeah. I think you, you also try sticking to the script for too long and then it's like yeah because I couldn't tell it the way I wrote it and then it's like exactly. what comes after but I think on stage and having it written on paper it's so it's two different things because you also don't know how the crowd is going to react or you, yeah. you end up talking and you forget something and now like you say if it's too scripted you are and you're like oh no I went to yeah. script uh, yeah. What was the joke and like everybody's like, what's happening? Oh my word! Yeah. Like, yeah. Why did we even pay for this? So I think it's better that it's not scripted at all. And you just go out there and yeah. wing it. So like it's boss. not that it's not scripted. It's, it's just that yeah. the the joke from start to finish is not scripted. But the the idea and you the know, the, yeah. the gags that I'm going to be doing oh, yeah. that I'll know. But I'm not gonna know word for word. Yeah. Like also, I see a lot of acts that you can see have this their gags written down and it's scripted and if you see them perform it's um, very much the same thing so same performance same energy 
And like you say, you've got to play with comedy, you have to play with the audience. Yeah. You can't just, not like music. Music can get up and play play the same song the same way over and over. It doesn't matter whether people are listening or not. Yeah. The song stays the same. But yeah. the jokes, it's more of a conversation. Like, I need to connect to the audience. And the yeah, way I connect yeah. to the audience is by being comfortable on stage. And when I'm comfortable on stage, it allows me to go in. My favorite thing to do is go in and tease the audience and find someone in the audience <laughs> that I can make that I can make a, a reference point because then it also brings the audience in and they can see the person that you keep referring to. Um, so it makes that person then part of the joke. Every time I mention here's somebody sitting or I mention something about this person, gives the gives me a free laugh. Because yeah. now the audience is just like, ah, shame this poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Hence why you always have to be careful when you're in a comedy club. Eh? Don't catch feelings. Yeah. Never catch yeah, feelings. Like, Never know, catch feelings. You might get roasted, so... Yeah. Well, there is something I do on the assets of script. Would you actually do a roast? Like, I've, done a roast. One day. I've done a roast. Comedy Central, I had a... Wait, which roast? Um, I was on two years ago. So what's it now? 2019? Yeah, so 2017. 2018, yeah, so 2017. Was 2017? I think it was 2017. They wanted me to do last year's roast as well, but um, it's not my vibe. Eh? Oh, okay. I don't, okay. I don't smoke a roast simply because you have to be mean, man. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the aim is to go out and I like I understand the whole concept, concept that it's not yeah. it's not a mean thing but because I feel like it's still such a new thing in South Africa we yeah, don't we wanna get fully, personal. Yeah, yeah we don't fully understand the thing um, and we're still like very sensitive about race and oh, you know, all yeah. of these things yeah. um, but my whole thing is just I don't like I love roasting but I don't want to do it on a platform no, where that's the intention. Like, I can sit here and we can tease each other. That's yeah, great. Yeah, we can yeah. tease someone from the audience. That's hundreds. But now we have to sit and write jokes specifically about you, about your past, about... It's, it's like, not... It's like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm not that guy. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, because, hey, we've heard people get personal. And it's like, yeah, I was helping. I was actually sitting at Jason now. He's doing, he's doing the opening, AKA. the roast of AKA tonight. Oh, yeah. So he's, yeah, doing, tonight, he's yeah. doing a thing up front. Um, so I was sitting and helping him with some stuff. And like I said, so, so many brutal things about those people on the panel. That I'm just like, oh, this is the type of thing I don't want to say in public. Yeah, I just want for politics. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. joking. Yeah. Hey. hey. No. Yeah, so you, guys, you guys will rather panel, watch the show. Like, yeah, Opas is on that panel. Mm. <laughs> Someone on Twitter is like, oh, they are. he should not come on stage if he can't say the K word. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> like, this is okay. Whoa. That's what, like, one of my. Some guy I know, right? He has like a YouTube channel. Mm. It's called An Arcadium. Okay, so they have yeah. like a. It's called the Reviews on Tap, yeah. where they review like movies and all that, right? So they were speaking about Black Panthers, Oscar nomination. Yeah. Right, where he was saying a lot of people are complaining, yeah, Black Panthers not like good enough to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So one guy's like, no, they did get nominated for like Best Costume, Best Sound, but not Best Picture. Yeah. So now in his defense, he's like, no, not to say like Black Panther sucked as a movie. Yeah. Right? It's just that it was very hyped up. Yeah. But watching the movie was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. You did not go there and feel like they lied to you and said that movie was not good. Yeah. Just now, as you watch it again and again over time, like, okay, probably like top five Marvel movies, but not the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? So it's like, even if they take the Oscars, like, yeah, man, the black guys want it. Let's take that W. (laughs) Now, as a South African market, we demand certain things from 
whoever's creating the art. Yeah. Right? And then they give us that, and then we complain, like with that new Kakhiso movie, Matuetu. Yeah. They say, give us something different. We don't want your blesser movies. We don't want you guys speaking about demons, taxi drivers. Yeah. The Those standard. guys speak about something else. The standard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They speak about something else. The very same crowd are like, ah, oh, why, why don't you speak about taxi drivers? Yeah, guys, you see, that's the problem with South Africans. You can't please them. Oh. That's why I hate social media. Twitter. Guys, oh, uh, Black Twitter, Twitter is the worst. Oh. Check to Twitter right now. <laughs> no, like, I'll, uh, you also see with me, I'm also not even on Twitter barely. It's like, I'll maybe see his um, tweets and we, like, laugh about it and talk yeah, about yeah. it the next day. Like, did you see what this person said and this person said? But actually, go on there and be on Twitter. I'm like, no, no I'm yeah. fine. My problem with Twitter is that it's negative, man. It is. Like, it doesn't matter what you put out. People find the negative in the thing. You can put out something positive. You can put out something motivating. Mm. People are like, yeah, but why are you doing it like this? Why didn't you do it like that? And I'm like, guys, focus on the message. Look at the message. Don't look at what I was wearing when I posted the message. Exactly. The whole VAR thing. What you basically said is what or has happened with religion over, over over time, right? Yeah. Where we focus so much on the messenger, we forget what the message is. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's what messes everything else up. Mm. Like, yeah, but why, why does that guy have like, long hair? Why, why isn't he, why is there this and that? Mm. Or you you try so much to make whatever the, the deity is, like, you no, know, let's make him white so everyone else perceives this guy to be such and such. Like, no, forget that. Focus on what the message is. Yeah. So we're like, no, no, no. What does the guy look like? No, it's crazy, man. Hey, religion also matters. <laughs> now, no one. We were just mentioning so many of them. And I will say you're yeah. old, James. Yeah, yeah we, we, we can. We can. You see, yeah. that's the thing. It's like Jay say, man. Like, Twitter's basically like crack. I remember I was watching a J. Cole interview last week where he was speaking about trying to get off Twitter, right? Off social media. So he strayed and brought drinking into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So now the sister's like, wait, what does drinking have to do? He's like, no, no. I'm going to go back. But yeah. the analogy I'm going to use goes hand in hand yeah. it's like when I tried to stop drinking I realised I started drinking just for the sake of all, all my friends are drinking we had a place we start drinking it's fun and now every single time you're out I have to have a drink Yeah. so it's like the moment you think you can isolate yourself and think okay I'm not drinking anymore the moment you go back into that same scenario you're going to fall again Easy you're going to go reach back in, yeah. right? it's like you have to put yourself in those situations that force you to drink yeah. and then you have to say no yeah because, because another thing I also uh, asked Robbie as well with him in comedy I'm like Twitter everybody's a comedian there Twitter how does that hurt your career because like we say for example something happens to I don't know the president or something they're the first ones to make jokes and so on and I'm like how do you guys deal with that you know you know the thing is for me like I said I'm on, I'm on Twitter 12 and a half thousand people follow me I have no idea why, because I don't tweet anything, ever. Yeah, they love you, work. But I'm just like, okay, yeah. who will follow me? Um, I have been complaining about Telcom because their service is shit. That's the only yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so shit. Time. Yo, Telcom's network. God, their service, their net... Telcom, if anyone's listening that works for Telcom, fuck you. Sorry, sorry. Don't worry. When we had Sammy Sosa, we had Starbucks on dealing. our case as well. So but yeah. that's the only way for them to actually to improve, to improve their service. service. Yeah, but they, oh, they don't care. Anyway. Yeah, you can't um, shoot, but I love you. The thing is, so so because I'm not on social media, that, that stuff really doesn't bother me. My mm. material also, I don't do 
the the trending stuff. I'm not oh, yeah, I, like yeah. I don't talk about the political things. I yeah. don't talk about what AKA was wearing at the summer. I don't know. Like I don't even know what, if he was at the summer. Yeah. Um, you know. So for me, it really doesn't bother me. Like that people are out there. I think it's great that that there's so much humor out in the world. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes it's misplaced where people take a serious subject and try and make it humorous yeah. for the wrong reasons. Um, which then distracts, like, like I, we did this campaign with Brands South Africa um, against women abuse and, mm-hmm. you know, just being being men out in the world and, you know, treating women better and being better people. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing was a black and white picture that put red lipstick on us um, and it was like, hashtag, I yes, am. Yes, I saw it on Instagram, yeah. yes. And, like, people just they, ev- everyone was like why are they wearing makeup was it too much dif- too difficult for them to walk on heels was they you know oh they're like I get the jokes if you guys wore heels why couldn't they wear makeup yeah you know you, you can't please anyone then I'm just like also in 2019 we're in a space where women have tough lives man yeah like guys yeah. are out in the world treating women like shit all the time yeah. and for some women it's a norm like it's it's a crazy thing that they don't understand that they're supposed to be treated better, that we yeah, should be yeah. treating them better. Basically like used to. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's been a cycle that the father was abusive, the mother or the grandfather, yeah. then the father. You know, like I'm watching this uh, documentary on Netflix now, Larry Charles, Dangerous World. Of, of comedy. Yeah, yeah. dude. And he interviews a comedian, um, I forgot her name now, but she says in there, you know, her mother used to tell her that they don't, if they don't beat you, it means they don't love you. Because that's what she was used to. Shit. To the point that and that's she got, a lot yeah, of like, exactly. Have, like, she, she talks about how she got hit in the head whoa, with a gun shit. by the father of her two kids. Whoa. And the gun went off and shot a hole in her head. Whoa. And she says, in that moment even, she was like, yo, he my mother him. never got shot. This guy must fucking love me. Oh, like, oh, like, you know, because that's what they've been indoctrinated with. Then I'm yeah. like, why are we taking away from the importance of the fact that this is not okay? It's not okay mm. to treat women like this. Why? Yeah. And what pissed me off more was that a lot of those comments were from women. Then I'm like, guys, we're out here trying to be better, but now you're shooting us down for everything we try. Like, you can't, like, I, I don't know. The world yeah, is a weird place now. Mess. Yeah, because I was gonna come back to that whole trend that we had, which was the men are trash. Yeah. I also don't wanna go too deep into it, but I remember yeah. now unpack the whole thing. <laughs> now I remember that it became a case of us as the guys that are trying to help with this. Yeah. We were also now, you know, trash. put down like all of you. All guys men are trash. trash. Yeah. But it's so like, uh, yeah, I like I also had that initially. I also had that that feeling of. You know, how can you paint us all with the same brush? Yeah, yeah. We're not all out here beating women and, you know, disrespecting yeah, women. Yeah. Like, I've been raised, like, if I must say so myself, I've been raised to treat women right. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a gentleman, I'm still there at old school, open doors, yeah, you know, like, you see your head. Yeah, you know, that, that type of vibe. Yeah. Um, and then one of the ladies in comedy, I think it was Nina. Nina is. Nina is. Um, she, she clarified, no, actually, I lied. It was Kate. Um, my cousin Kate, she clarified oh, okay. for me and made it made it so clear. She says like the the reason we're all painted with the same brush is when a man walks into a room and there's fifty women in the room, it's exciting oh, yeah. times. Yeah. Because you like, yo, 
there's 50 women in here the opportunities like yeah and you have to admit it if you walk into a room and there's 50 women that means at least you know 20 percent of that room is your flavor mm. you know like the other 80 percent oh, like you know that's yeah, the thing makes me say, yeah. <laughs> you get excited about yeah. it then she said when a woman walks into a room and there's 50 men in the room yo it's terrifying yeah because you don't know what to expect you don't know because now those 50 men turn around and do that one woman yeah, in the room wow. you know it's a it's a case of for some guys it's okay to walk up and just start talking shit or talking about the way yeah, women yeah. dress and whatever yeah. so they're like it's not that all men are trash it's that women can't tell the difference between those that are and those that aren't because yeah. at the end of the day we all look the same we're all yeah. in public we're all out there smiling buying drinks being nice it's behind closed doors yeah. where the real man comes out and like that's the the terrifying thing for women is that yeah. they don't know who's trash and who's not so I was like I said I was against that whole men are trash thing for ages yeah. until it was cleared up for me and I realized oh, yeah. it's okay, terrifying yeah. for them all the time yeah, yeah. we never actually yeah you don't be, be consider that you always just consider yeah. your point of view like I but I don't do this you know, but I've, I've don't, always been raised I've always a, been a good guy but you, but you know what it's like right where it's not necessarily where tra- take how men treat women mm. and I'll say the system for racism works yeah where even if a white person not racist you still eat off being white yeah even, even though you're not, you're not yeah the yeah, you're still keeping been there for years. right so anytime a woman walks out already she's feeling some type of way like anything might happen as I'm walking the street yeah. so as a guy you can just walk out go to the shop come back so yeah, as a woman already of it. you're on high alert thinking anything might pop off yeah anywhere anytime you're always a target then I'm like now I understand yeah, you I do am. get it because there are women you but rather yeah. what men have done collectively as a whole yeah. to women that makes okay not me but rather I'm speaking in yeah, yeah, yeah no we understand we, yeah we yeah. understand we, me that as makes a us woman. all trash yeah. yes. whether you are or whether you aren't you are trash yeah, yeah. the funny thing is he pointed out this some one of these other days uh, we spoke about the same type of thing and he pointed out the fact that another thing that could actually make sense you know it lies with this whole men are trash thing yeah as guys when we're chilling together even if you're chilling with you know the badass friends who you know yeah. are crazy with chicks all the time and you're that quiet guy you know you have your chick and all that even when they are speaking about chicks <coughs> like looking down on chicks telling you about ah this one calling them slut. chicks instead yeah, of saying yeah 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 sorry 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 yeah but yeah we yeah but that whole narrative we let them speak about it and talk down on women while we're there yeah. but yeah you don't call your friends you don't call them out you don't call them out because these are your homies and you don't want to be the one that's, that's, that's right. calling your homies out now exactly. it becomes an argument fucks up the whole vibe of the, yeah. the thing but no that's the thing are you but guys really friends if you can't tell exactly. your friends yeah. if yeah. they're messing up mm. are they really your friends if you can't tell someone that they're in the wrong then is it really someone you, you think that you want to be around yeah and that's my thing like now I'm at a point where because for years I was just just to my keep quiet let the guys my people they want to be mm. oh these bitches this they, uh, and just leave them and just think to myself hey that's not right mm. now I'm at a point where no, no. I give zero fucks about anybody like there's nobody in the world that that I need to care about other than my wife my kids and my parents yeah like anyone else if you disagree with the way I think the way I feel the way, what I have to say 
that's your business. That's on Go you. Out to the you. world. That's me. I'm carrying on with my life. Yeah. So now, if I feel somebody's out of line, I'm more than happy to say, "No, my guy, not here in front of me. You wanna yeah. do that shit? Yeah. Go and do oh, that yeah. shit." Thank you for calling me out too. Like, yeah. Willing, that chicks, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Yeah. But you yeah. see, it's, yeah. it's that type of thing. It that, starts it's small, small yeah. things yeah. like that. It escalates. Because um, it goes from chicks to sluts to peaches to all these hoes. And I'm like, these women are mothers, sisters. Exactly. You know, like, who are we? Just, I, I don't know. Because, like you're saying, right, it's where if you can't stop it from how small it starts, right? It's where, say, rape culture comes in, where guys mm-hmm. think, right, because I bought these women drinks, they owe me. Yeah. It's like, no, but she did not ask you to buy her a drink. You bought it. You yeah. bought her a drink, and you're not entitled to anything. So it's like that type of entitlement yeah. mentality where guys are thinking, yeah, because I stacked up the whole table with bottles, exactly. then one of them must make me nice. Like, no, no, Sugar no. Sugar daddy vibes. No, but ain't yeah. The scary thing is that you see it happening all the time, though, and now there are women out there that they like, yeah, I pay my bills. These guys, are, I'm giving them a piece, but I mean, he's gonna pay my bills, it's gonna be, you know, and culture, like, not culture, but socially, it's becoming more and more acceptable. Like, yeah. I hear people speaking about it on the radio. Like, it's it's a normal thing. Like, yeah, you know, I was out with my, what do they call it, side chicks, or yeah, yeah, slay yeah. queens, or whatever the, I don't know what the lingo is. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, like, I, I go to places where I see, the old 60-year-old dude chilling with three 25-year-olds dressed in little skirts and okay. tight little outfits and the bottles are coming with the sparklers and, you know, <laughs> it's that time. Because the thing is also, these women come from places where they're not going to get out. They haven't had opportunities to study. Yeah, so yeah. You know, like, there's there's so many problems at home. Like, it's it's usually from impoverished backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and this is a way out. Like nobody's, you don't have to do anything. All I have to do is be sexy. And then and that's it. And, and I'm getting new I'm phone. Getting I'm getting airtime. I'm getting rent. I'm getting whatever. And all I need to do is, is give this guy a blowjob or whatever. Or you know. Mm. And then it, like society is making it a thing that's okay. Cool thing. Yeah. 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 Because now every single girl gets that pattern. Now when we start date, uh, dating, that type of thing. It's like um. So when are you buy me airtime, like wait, wait wait what if you don't get me this you don't get me this I'm out of the relationship you're like what what happened you know that type of thing so it also has to balance out see that's where another problem lies right where on Twitter I think two months ago Mm. some guy posted a a picture he's like yeah um, I asked this one girl out and then she said no and then her boyfriend or something murdered her like a few weeks after that oh yeah he's like yeah this is is what happens you don't choose good guys like, wait, wait, well, what do you say? So you wow. saying she chose to be murdered. To be murdered, to be murdered yeah. That's that's now where the bad, where guys are thinking, you put yourself claiming that you're a good guy, and now because you weren't chosen. Yeah. Yeah, and she's not obliged to choose you. No. Now all of a sudden, because you were not chosen, now she deserves to die. It's like she did not go out with that guy knowing what else was going to do. Yeah. Now it is crazy. Also, you know, the world is uh, the world is going mad. This Social is media has made the world. Uh, this crazy. is why we also. Sometimes I don't think it's made it worse. It's just exposed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, but yeah. I was saying it's just made it. Yeah, no, the world has crazy. always been like that. Yeah. Just now, it's, it's just just all out in the open. Desensitized us yeah. to, to this stuff. Before, when you saw a video of someone dying, like it was a 
you, it was a shock to yeah, your system. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's on your WhatsApp. You get thirty videos a day of oh. of people dying, of yeah. you know people being assaulted. Like this whole school videos of people fighting. Like oh. I can't take that shit, man. Because we're just making it okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was watch those videos. You're going to train because you, you were in a fight at school. Then I'm like, no. Like, we need to shift the focus. But yeah. hey, social media makes it look like that's what's yeah. important. Yeah, that's yeah. what's cool. Yeah, it's like yeah, a train yeah. train crash. You yeah. want to look away. But, but you, you can't. See what's you want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Robin Nicky as well. Yeah. But I think now that also in that fact, this is where, you know, you come in. Once we're now getting exposed to how horrible the world is, you come in, bring yes. that sense of relief. Spread happiness. That yeah. happiness that we yeah. need. Because we don't always get that. We, we also don't see how important comedy is around this world. We yeah. don't. We never do. We, we're at that point where somebody will be telling you, when was the last time you actually laughed? Oh, we saw, they see a joke and we really, really, really laugh and we're like, we haven't done that in a while. You know, and it's like, that's sad. That's not supposed to be happening. No, you know, no. you're supposed to be laughing at so many things that, oh, just have that happiness. And yeah. you don't get it now through yeah. social media. But now you guys come in and you make the play the world a little bit better. Hence why it's yeah. like... That's what we try and do. Yeah. So like, like my my theory is that comedy is is when you experience true happiness. Like proper proper happiness yeah um reason for that is if i'm on stage for 15 minutes if you like what i'm saying for those 15 minutes you forget about your stress you forget about what's happening in the world yeah forget about your job that's you might be losing you forget about your financial issues what you still need to pay and you focused on what i'm saying for 15 Mm. minutes there's nothing making you unhappy all you're doing is listening to what I'm saying and laughing and having the time of I'm like that's where the happiness is. And that is you care what I love about it is that tomorrow when you think back on the jokes you heard from the night before, you laugh about it again, you go and tell the people at the office, you yeah. go and tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sometimes and, it's not as funny. Yeah. <laughs> but at least no, for sure. <laughs> but at least it's like you it's say, but at least it helps you know, forget yeah. your yeah. problems for that. that and same for time. you, that's the one telling the joke, you remember how yeah. funny it, it was. So whether exactly. the person you're telling it to laughs or not, for you that's another moment of, of just enjoyment of yeah. like ah you know thinking back on that yeah. that party Good that times. you went to it was ah I remember yeah, yeah. so um, that's 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 what I think comedy is for man it's it's free therapy like it's not free but I mean it's costs a lot less <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah now sure. but then you always get the one rotten apple hecklers oh, the man. drunk ones Eclipse are my favorite. Are they? They're my favorite. Robbie and Skulk. Robbie and Skulk say they're not. They're like, oh. No, like, I don't. The reason they're my favorite is this is my job, my guy. Oh, yeah. My job is to go out and be funny and tease people. Then a heckler, the reason they heckle, usually they're too drunk and they think that they are funnier than you are. Yeah. Because of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you heckle me, unless you're going to heckle me with something good, I'm going to destroy you. I always say <laughs> to people, don't heckle me because I will make you leave with your self-esteem in your pocket. <laughs> Are you going to question the way you look, the way you dress, the way you, like you are as a question person? Question as well. You're just like, should I just be question, here? Yeah. Just like, I'm like, if, if I was a boxer, you wouldn't come into the ring and come and start smacking me. Because you know you're gonna get fucked up. Because yes. I'm a boxer. Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike then I'm Tyson. like, I'm the boxer of comedy. 
Like, if you're going to come and try and insult me. Dude, the reason I became a comedian, I was teased so much as a light team. Like, I was thin. I had a Why are you looking at me? I had no, acne. No, I'm not looking at you. I'm just saying, because you spoke about this. Yeah. Right, where we spoke about, say, when people are making fun of you, the joke is not as funny if you're able to laugh at, at the, the joke. joke yourself. Yeah. Mm. If the people making fun of you can see that you're getting offended by the joke, that's when they start looking in because it hurts now. Yeah. So they want you to start crying. Yeah. But if you start laughing at the joke yourself, it's like, but it's counterproductive. Yeah. So it's like they try and stop. Exactly. So like I grew up in the Aldo's. Aldo's. Hey, Aldo's. It's a training ground for oh, comedians, my friend. Yeah, like, I feel like anybody that grew up in the Aldo's can be a comedian because you can take all of the teas in. Throw their ones. Got teased so many times. Like, wow. Yeah. Nah, dude. So I've been teased most of my life. Primary school, high school, I had acne for days. Um, I had that afro, you know that weird haircut. Like, that's okay, like, yeah. it's not, like it's not neat, it's not cool, it's just bad. Like, yeah. So yeah, people tease me, and then there's nothing you can say to me that's gonna insult me. Like there's there's nothing anybody can say to me. Yeah, like you can say try whatever. Um, you know, there's that stereotype of if you swear a colored person's mother that's the thing that's where the fight starts yeah you know, like, always you can swear at my mother um, I, I won't fight you because I might have to be on TV tomorrow and then if you get one shot now I've got a flu eye <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know so I'm like I'm big now also I don't need to get into a physical yeah, fight with yeah, someone exactly. um, but with hecklers like come at me I tell you like try because what what hecklers don't understand is, it's it's different when you if you're on stage and you're dying and someone heckles you, they have the power, because the audience is not on your side. Yeah, but if true. I've been doing well, or if I've just come out and I haven't said anything and already you heckling me, we're on even ground. But I have a microphone and you shouting from the corner of the room. Yeah. yeah. I'm the king of this castle. Nobody's, you're not going to put me under pressure. Yeah. Once, if you're going to come in in the middle of my set where, they, where they, I've had the audience laughing already, the audience is on my side. Yeah. They don't want to hear you screaming your drunken bullshit you from the still, corner. Uh, like, like They're disturbing the show. Mm. So when I turn to you and I start going in on the way you look about how drunk you are, about are you drinking on your mother's sasa chai? <laughs> you, you know, you look like you only eat no-name brand products. You know, like, oh like, my god! Exactly. <laughs> you see, there's not even that person here, but already you feel sorry. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. then what happens is I get the audience to turn on you, so that I'm not the one that's the asshole. Yeah, you're the asshole now, yeah. and, and everything I say to right, you. Is justified because every time I hit you now, the audience is laughing. Then I'm like, this is free comedy. These are free jokes. So, so yeah, I I smack a heckler. I I don't. I prefer to have no heckler. Um, But if they did, but if they did, bring it on. Come. Y'all have been warned. Just just letting you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've been warned. It's like what you're saying, right? Where it's like now I'm too grown to fight. Something Trevor was saying when he was on Real Talk with Anele, mm-hmm. right, where Trevor was saying, the thing is, once you're in a certain position of power, whenever you try and get into a fight, you've lost. Whether yeah. you win the fight, doesn't matter what the reason the fight, is. You've basically lost the battle because you win the fight, ah, uh, Trevor's going around beating random guys up. Yeah. You <laughs> lose the fight, ah, uh, Trevor got beat up by a random guy. Yeah. So now it's like, just don't get into the no, fight at all. It's immediate. They'll turn. They'll turn. Immediate. They'll turn things now. 
never mind the old jumped into my yard, broke my window, trying to come into my house to just be like, yo, Nicholas, can you believe you assaulted this guy? His teeth fell out. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, yeah, but the guy was in my house. He had a gun. He yeah. was willing to I disarmed him and beat him with his own gun. Why are we not talking about yeah, this? That's the media no. response. Yeah. yeah, but you could have spoken You could have spoken to him. Yeah, why didn't you he call him? He had a gun. Yeah, no, that's the thing, bro. So I'm just like... I'm done with fighting. I've, I've, I also had my days. Like I, I, in my younger days before comedy, I was I was. Yeah, well, when you had nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I worked in a call center. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the call center. That's a story to tell in the call center. Why do you have a blue eye on a Monday? No, because I was in a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that club there it was lit. Yeah, yeah, no, but that makes sense to be honest. So, yeah, just warning hecklers out there. Yeah, prepare yourselves. You know, come. Come, come at it. Come strong. So I like Nicholas. Everything you talk about, you make it sound. Everything must be a challenge. Like you wanna yeah, get into comedy? Come. Yeah, but I guess no, that's how life it. comes at you. If you're not prepared, yeah, it's gonna knock you down. Mm-hmm. True. And you're gonna learn very fast. Oh man! And then um, from there, you guys build a brand, Goliath and Goliath. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Just as a number plate. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that comes from we met Donovan, Jason and I. So we did third of July, twenty eleven. All right. Um, we met Don the following week, the tenth of July. He'd been doing comedy for about eight months, six to eight months before we started. Oh yeah, this yeah. was still um, wasn't he in advertising? Twenty eleven. Yeah, he was in advertising. Yeah, I remember that. Director. Yeah. It helps watching Anele. Yeah, you see. It? <laughs> um, Thank you, Anele. Yeah, and he was same surname, no relation, and yes. um, he started showing us around he knew where the gigs were who the guys were introducing us to people we were coming back to that everybody always thinks that there's a relation between that we're all brothers yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah. call us the Goliath brothers yeah. I'm going to say this again for the millionth time <laughs> in the interview um, we are not brothers <laughs> so Jason and I are cousins um, our fathers are brothers yeah. and then Donovan is not related at all so case that's case. where the name comes from Goliath, Goliath and Goliath, Goliath. so case Goliath case. the family name and then Goliath, and Goliath the Donovan, Donovan. Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. so now case closed guys yeah no oh. it's not closed next interview I do they're gonna say oh so how are your brothers you know I'll explain <laughs> it again yeah, we've been no. doing this thing we've been doing interviews I'd say probably for at least six of the eight to nine years that we're in comedy oh yeah and every interview almost every interview we've done we explain the story no this is how it works and then every interview we go yeah. to it, I'm just like it's fine but it works it works, yeah, it works it's, yeah. it's interesting because the initial thought is that we're all brothers yeah um, then it makes people go but they look so different what type of mother did they have <laughs> that has that has oh, so, such geez. different looking oh. children uh, we need to find <laughs> out <laughs> yeah you know we need an intervention mama yeah <laughs> like yo have you heard the term village by okay so no. <laughs> no but the thing is so then it's you know when they when they find out the, the actual story that we're not all brothers I feel like it's, it's then more, even more interesting because the fact that Jason and I are cousins and then Donovan has the same son but it's yeah. not related yeah. um, but we all get along but, and the business works and like because there's, there's that thing of don't ever get into business with family oh yeah, yeah. Um, which for most people ring true but for us for some reason it works. I mean, Kate is Jason's sister, she's our boss, she handles the diaries, the meetings, mm-hmm. the bookings, whatever. Gail is their mother, she works in our office, also helps with diaries and bookings, and um, Jason works with us. Like you know, yeah, and yeah, it's, it's just a matter of home. like, we don't need to, it's not a competition, that's the one place we don't compete. Like yeah. in everything else we'll compete. 
Um, but in the business, it's like, I don't want to be designing posters. I don't know how to design posters. I'm not creative in that way. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to running a gig, I'm there. I understand setting it up, getting the place going, mm-hmm. you know, on the ground type of vibes. Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of if I don't do my work, then it means the work that's been done by Kate, by Jay, by Don, whoever, all of their work that's come before, it's been a waste of time. They might as well have been sitting doing fuck all yeah, because yeah. I didn't do my thing, which made the whole thing flop. Mm. Um, so it's more just a matter of I don't want to disappoint any of them. And I think we all sort of have that same thing, yeah. that same mentality of we can't drop the other three yeah. in the business because they all putting in their 100%. Then yeah. if you're the one coming with your 20%, then we don't need you. Yeah, um, so nobody wants to be to that play. guy. Yeah, we all yeah. have our different roles. We all do our thing to the best of our abilities. and. It works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you can also see it with us as well. As well. We don't. I don't think we look alike, do we? No, we don't. We never <laughs> no. do because no. we also have that same, you know, role. Where he's more yeah. into the experts of being hip hop and so on. But at the same time, with Lucetti, he's yeah. able to conversate about everything because you yeah. know we're all open-minded to this, yeah. you know. And then we have um, Jay as our photographer and so, and then it's just me hosting with them also getting involved. But we also keep it together and yeah. you make sure you grow in that type of instance so it's nice to actually see that also no, it's, great, yeah. it's really great I think I actually read a quote of Twitter last night where someone is saying what usually messes people up is that someone doesn't mind sinking the ship simply because they're not the captain yeah just because you're not in charge you don't mind sinking the whole ship yeah so like that's what messes a lot of like business relationships family related just because it feels like you're not in charge or you're not the star you're but not the fiance of the team because like everybody wants to be the boss everyone must go down yeah everyone wants to be the boss nobody wants to take advice from or take orders yeah. from your especially like if it's that weird situation where like you the the little brother or the the nephew that's brought in an uncle or an aunt mm-hmm. or you know someone older yeah. that through your your youth you've been forced to respect them and not forced to but there's, there's that natural they, respect they, they, that you have because they're older they're yeah. st- you know um, and authority then, has been yeah. established but then you bring them into a business like if you had to try and bring your moms into a podcast you know your mom's going to struggle to to tell yeah. for you to tell her this is what I need to do this is what I want you to do this is how you're going to do yeah. it yeah. 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 you know what it's I'm saying from. yeah so, so you've got to be able to so like with us we can sit around the boardroom and have heated arguments and discussions about the business and what's happening and what's not happening and what we should but be it's doing. It's never personal. But it's never a personal thing. Yeah. You walk out of that boardroom, we're able to have a cigarette and chat about what we're going to be doing the weekend because yeah. not only are we business partners, but we're also just really good friends. Like we chill. I'd rather chill with, with my business partners than with most other people. Yeah. Um, simply because we. <laughs> Not only are we business partners, but we're the best friends. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's just, um, it's that mutual respect thing. Yeah. It's um, being able to, to suck it up, take the beating that you get and learn from the thing instead of trying to, to justify why you didn't do your job, which is what always happens when you're working with family. No, I didn't do it because, you know, my child was sick. Then I'm like, yeah, but we are, this is business. business yeah. Your sick child and things must be sorted out on your time. Your personal time. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's weird, man. It's yeah. It's just a respect. <laughs> yeah. Life for me is is a, a big respect. Yeah, yeah, because like I say, there's so much of also achieved. I mean, you guys also opened your own comedy club mm. together. 
uh, with, I love that handshake though. <laughs> then there was also um, uh, with Melville as well, the comedy club that also yeah, opened. It's three you weeks guys, now. Is it three weeks now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just opened. It looks so good. I want to go there. You know, you must, pull, must go. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We'll, we'll, we'll get special treatment. Yay, the yeah. podcast. Let me know. Got my number all Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, but we still pick because it's like I always tell guys, like, even if you know someone, your friend or family member does this and that, still pay for the service. Yeah, that's what we also want to push as well. It's still, it's it's still, still business. business. Yeah. So it's like, guys, oh, yeah, I support your friends. Support. And now the very friends are the guys, hey, when are we getting free tickets? People like, of country. Nah, yeah. bro. People of color will hold it back. <laughs> and I, I don't Crabs. really... Crabs. No, you said that. You, this is the... That's the thing Bring people it. are going to cut out. This whole interview, Brilliant. people are going to cut that piece out and say, Yeah, you see, Nicholas Goliath thinks people nah, of color. No, yeah. with, with, and luckily, with this podcast, everybody gets to understand that. Like, we had so many instances. No, I get it. that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, there's a brass sitting somewhere <laughs> that's listening, going to listen to the podcast and just hear that piece and be like, This is going to trend. Yeah, this yeah piece, just that. If yeah. I just cut this piece and post this, that's what trends. Never mind the fact that we've had full discussions about other. It's the same like you were saying about fighting. It doesn't yeah. matter what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. The it's media, the, the sure media is going to. Yeah. So, like, and the reason I say that is exactly what you say. Yeah. When are you coming to the club? I got tickets. And I'm like, did my guy pay? You know, at the end of the day, we're still running a business. Like, if, if your brother's doctor. You've got to pay. He's got to do surgery. Someone has to pay. Someone's like that's time. That or I, I don't know. No, they always want free stuff. And that's yeah. the funny thing. The very same guys who are asking for free tickets, say the business goes bankrupt or it gets liquidated. Yeah. The very same people who want the free tickets are the ones. Hey, and here we are thinking was making money. Yeah. Wait, but the, the money I was made to make off you guys buying tickets. Yeah. I was giving you guys free tickets. Yeah. Now you have the very same people telling me, but you should have did this and that. Yeah. Why didn't you charge us? No, it's like people see the Melrose Club and they're like, you're these guys, multi-millionaires. Yeah. Like, because when you walk in Melrose, it's opulence, it's beautiful, it's, yeah. it's Melrose art, you know. You know, my guys, it's hard work. It also needs rent. Like we, we need to pay these things, mm. you know. So. People always look from it's easy to, to judge from the outside, but yes. yeah. once it's happening in the inside. You're always when you're always outside, it's yeah. easy to speak. Like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Until okay, come up. Come and tell her. Mm. Tell her what you must and then it's a different thing. That's way now that it's a lot of things that I've seen that the fact that especially as consumers, we enjoy just like looking at the final product and being like, Wow, this is such a nice for is nice microphone. Yeah. It, it's just nice. I don't know all the work that was put yeah. into it. You don't it know that nice. there were 34 microphones before this that was shit. Yeah, exactly. That people spend money on their work. They're like, what do you think? Does it work like this? Does it work? Yeah, does it look good? Yeah, it yeah. works. Turn it on, poof, it explodes. <laughs> now start from <laughs> scratch again. Yeah. Till you find the right thing. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah. just see the end product and they're like, mm, reach, eh? must be nice. Yeah. So, no, no. Like, yo, yo okay. You don't know how much stress I have. <laughs> yo. Like sometimes I wish for those calls in the days where I had small stresses, just like, am I going to go to work today or not? Now it's, yo, it's still the same thing. Just still the same. Just stresses. Yeah. 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 But I think at the same time, you also enjoy that. Oh, I love That's, it. Yeah, you can't. That's also yeah, the yeah, most yeah. important thing about it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we also have our own shifts that we also go through yeah. with uh, podcasting as well. But 
at the end of the day, we all love it. And we also yeah. That's the thing, bro. I'm like, find something that you're willing to do for free and yeah. then find a way to monetize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like me, comedy, I can, I'd still perform for free. Yeah. I appreciate that people pay me, but if I wasn't getting, I'd still be doing it. Mm. I'd still love it. Mm. I need to eat. Yeah. But uh, that not being effective, sure, why not? Yeah. I could do it for free. No, it's wonderful, man. And it's, for me, it's a, it's a release. I get to go and talk about things and speak to, I, I just enjoy interacting and engaging with people. And what a place then, a stage where there's sometimes six people in front of you, sometimes 500 or 1,000. Yeah. I will wait, though. Yeah. 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 Like Kevin Hart, I think, with the last year, 2017, where he made like 87 million. Yeah. And someone replies like, ah, oh, of jokes. Like, what you mean of jokes? Like, this guy taking his ass off. Yeah. And the only thing you can say is of jokes. Like, people will never, ever be satisfied. Ever. We, we always say that. They'll never and, be and, satisfied. And that's My father's lies. You can please some of the people some of the time. Never all of the people all of the time. Yeah. 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 See, always getting deep quotes. Yeah, yeah. Like, always back to, to what you what you're saying, right? Where people don't see the process behind you. Yeah. We say a plumber can charge you for doing a job in like 15 minutes. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, but I could have done that myself. It's like, no, no, I'm not charging you how quickly I did this. Yeah. I'm charging you for how long it took me to get me to do this job in 15 minutes. Yeah. It took me 15 years to be able to do this in yeah. 15 minutes. Without doing so this, this was a three-day job. Yeah. Exactly. Now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not charging you for how quickly I did it, but you chose paying for the expertise. You yes. get what you pay for. You're going to pay less, you're going to get less quality. Yes. Mm. That's also something now we consider when you go to the comedy clubs. Which ones are cheaper? <laughs> you see, the nice thing with comedy is <laughs> those cheaper rooms are the ones where you get more raw comedy. More where you get into the comedian's mind and see them testing material. And and yeah, you know, the smaller rooms are, are nice. The bigger stages, there's sort of pressure that you have to come with. With yeah, bangers. Big guns, so yeah. basically, yeah. it's like, you know, with DSTV, let's change the language to family with the bigger, more expensive. And then when you want yeah. to hear the raw stuff, it's like, let's go to Netflix yeah. where we can hear all of the curse words. All yeah. the dirty stuff. You know what it's basically like? It's like chilling with your friends. Yeah. There's certain things you can test out on your friends and check if yeah. this works, this doesn't. Then once you add, now say in front of people, it's like, okay, now I know what works or doesn't. This is how I'd say what I have to yeah. say. Like you guys, I'm sure you've got jokes about white guys that you can't go say out in the world. You must have said things about... No, and that's just the thing. Like Everyone's got their thing. Like you, yeah. But yeah. it's exactly that. You know, yeah. like in your safe space, you can you can test around and, yeah, and try things. Okay. But um, on a big platform, like if, if I'm on a, a blacks only or a kings and queens of comedy, um, they put me there because they believe in me. I can't be coming there and testing things that I don't know if it yeah. works. Yeah. I need to come with shit that I know is going to make yeah. people laugh so that I can get booked again so that yeah. the people that are in the audience will mm. buy tickets to the next Kings and Queens whether I'm on or not because they know that this show is a good show because yeah. enjoyed show that much yeah and that's the thing with comedy like if you see me today you don't want to see me again tomorrow you want to see someone else so like yeah. all the work I do helps all the work Robbie does helps Skulk all the work yeah. Skulk yeah. does helps me so you know it's like it's it's just a big thing it's, it's a big community that we just keep working and building because mm. at the end of the day we all benefit from it and yeah, yeah what a beautiful thing man to be Oof. able to go and tell jokes and make people laugh which is going so deep here yeah sorry man no it's yeah. facts but it's perfect you know people yeah. get to hear this and 
And that's also the wonderful thing. How funny was Robbie's podcast? Was were you guys laughing a lot more? Um, I'm under pressure. Uh, you're under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, I'm I'm the the, the deep guy. Yeah. I'm funny on stage. No, Robbie was also deep. Yeah. It's quite yeah, he was yeah, quite Robbie. deep as well. So yeah. like so it was like Scalp was entertaining. Yeah. From the get go. You know, he yeah. was really entertaining. But don't be under pressure. Oh no. Doing yeah, I feel no doing I told you I can fuck about anybody. You're doing great. <laughs> anybody in the world. Yeah. Uh, one question I also do want to ask before we like end it. You know, we've been going so long. Yeah, That's well, the beauty about yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, what was like your favorite gig? You know, there has to be that one moment you went on stage and you're like, this moment was the best day of my career. Um, dude, it was my first time. That first time on stage yeah. was that first laugh. Though. Yeah, man, and simply because I don't even at that time I didn't even have jokes. That's what made it so special. I, I, when I started comedy, I was, I used to tell guys I'm being known as the comedian that never tells the same joke twice. Uh, That's how yeah, ignorant yeah, I was yeah, at what yeah, comedy yeah. was. I didn't even understand, didn't understand the, the, the art form. Yeah, yeah, the thing. I thought it's just a space to go and talk shit on stage. Um, <laughs> and the reason my first one was was the best is I don't remember what I spoke about. I remember speaking to there were two couples in the front that I spoke to. Um, and the, the audience loved that. I don't even know what I said to them. I spoke spoke to one of the ladies. Yeah, so there were two couples. I had a t-shirt that on that said, are you free tonight? Um, or it's going to cost me. <laughs> and then I spoke to the first, the first lady in front. I was like, hey, I wore this t-shirt for you. Then she was like, hey, I'm with this guy. Then I was like, oh. Then I moved on to the next woman. And I was like, hey, I wore this t-shirt for you. Which got a laugh because now... The audience is like at this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then she's like, I'm this guy, and that's the last thing I remember. But I remember coming <laughs> off stage. John Blissmas was hosting. I remember walking off stage at the end of my set, and him saying to me, "That was fun. Come back." That that was for me was oh, the because John was John was also the first person I ever saw do live stand up comedy. Oh, okay. Um, so. So he's like the benchmark now. So yeah. So he's what you must do. So can I reach exactly that level? So. Um, it was it was just such a huge thing for sort of comedy idol to be saying to me, "Hey, that was funny. Come mm. back." Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that definitely has been my favorite. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Emotionally. Sorry. Perfect. <laughs> Ladies, I also I am married because I know you're gonna hear this voice and then talk, listen to the <laughs> deep things I spoke about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want them going into your DMs. No, DMs. Um, don't slide into my DMs. My friend checks my DMs. Hey. Come talk to me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys? Oh, you got groupies now. Man, I'm married for this year. It's gonna be five years. Uh, but my wife and I have been together for fifteen years. End of this month. Yeah, true love so since, since 20 years old. Wow, no, true love does exist. It's, it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, every, in progress every day it's a work in progress. Like, yeah. Because people only want like the finished product. Like, yeah, I want this, I want this. I want this. What were we saying? Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or you guys want to wrestle, but you're not doing the work of a Sierra. Or you guys want to Beyonce, but you're not putting in the work that Jay-Z has to put in. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, man, if you expect someone to something, are you able to match yeah. whatever it is that you want from them? And the nice thing is, like, like I look at the lo- a lot of the comedians now and I see see girls, women coming. It's all nice and flashy and fancy, mm. and you know everyone wants to be involved. And like, I always wonder, 
how it must be for the my wife and I started dating we were, I was a student I had nothing I used to dress shit like I was terrible you had no socks yeah so she I know she loves me for who I am whereas now I look at Owens and I'm like how many of these women are here because they like the limelight do they like you as a person do yeah, they like yeah. what you do do they like the fact that there's a possibility to be in the limelight like it's, <laughs> it's crazy I can't imagine dating now and the funny thing is Robbie actually mentioned that that it's really hard for him to actually find somebody who is serious yeah because he said the previous relationship he was in actually ended because like, she came through looking for limelight yeah. and he was searching for something serious no it's crazy oh man. yeah sure yeah. I do remember that <laughs> no and I heard from a few of the comics like male and female mm. like there's, there's always just somebody that's there just trying to to be on the red carpet or to leech basically yeah. and it's like no they just want to find their, their way into the limelight and I'm like hey man I've got my I've got my wife I'm very happy you want to live their life on Instagram much. Yeah. anniversary 15 years together first son is 10 years old oh yes that is perfect you perfect so he's in grade 4 now yeah yeah just went to buy him a violin last week was his birthday and then he wants to learn to play violin <laughs> happy belated yeah happy belated yeah, yeah it's dope yeah, yeah, violin is like dope instrument well very very good yeah yeah Nick thank you so much for thank coming on the podcast thank you for having me this was fun man yeah um, break time is now over for yeah, us yeah I can so hear them calling yeah because you can hear the people just time as the teachers we have to yeah. go back or yeah they're going to Loisa because I already spoke to the teachers she said it's cool I'm no, I'm the, one, I'm the one that just bonks and now yeah. I'm, I'm hoping my mother doesn't call me to say where am I, so let's, let's not hope that happens, so I have to go. the teacher's gifts. Yeah. Oh, are you bought for Valentine's Day? No comments. Let's leave that for another podcast. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, mate. Good. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome.